Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Sopa. Got a little news for you. It's the news update on Make It Rain. Good morning, Dane. Good morning, Sean. I'm Alex Fasano with your Make It Rain news update. Dane, I'm with you. I like the Steelers and the Patriots. Uh, most looking forward to that game yeah, surprise, uh, in surprise. week one. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Go Steelers. Uh, today's college show brought to you by Seaside Heights. Shout out to the Jersey Shore uh, down Heights. there uh, in New Jersey. All right, what was that, like 87? 82. 82, baby. That was close. Yeah, close enough. The uh, Lavalette action? Lavalette, I think, is a couple of couple exits past, I want to say. Sure, sure. Uh, but let's get right into it. Wild card matchups in Major League Baseball, and then we'll recap some of those college football games this past weekend. A switch-up in the American League wildcard standing. Tampa Bay Rays now hold the top spot, and the Cleveland Indians hold the second spot after the Cleveland Indians beat the White Sox 11-3. Carlos Santana had a home run, but... Since the Tampa Bay Rays won as well, they beat the Orioles 5-4. to four. Tommy Pham hit an RBI single in the 10th. The Rays get their fifth straight win. And the Oakland A's, who did not play last night, they still remain a game out of the American League wildcard. In the National League, the Washington Nationals and the Chicago Cubs both maintain those top two spots. And the Cubs defeating the Mariners 5-1. to one. Kyle Schwarber had a three-run triple. The Cubs snap a 24-inning scoreless streak to get the win. Uh, and the Phillies defeating the Reds 7-1. The Diamondbacks defeating the Padres 14-7. Uh, Philly now sits 2.5 out of the wild card. Arizona, 3.5. Milwaukee now four games out of the wild card. And your New York Mets, or I guess my New York Mets. Uh, Noah Syndergaard struck out 10, three hits over seven scoreless innings. You know, your talk. Uh, your talk, all right. Our New York Mets uh, over here in New yeah. York. Mets 7-3 over the Nationals. They sit four games out. Of the National League wild card. All right, recapping some of those college football games, I'm just going to highlight some of the uh, interesting ones that I believe. Uh, Penn State defeating Ohio 79 to 7. Penn State 15th ranked college team. Alabama number two defeating Duke 42 to 3. Really easy wash there. Syracuse shutting out Liberty 24 to 0. 22 ranked Syracuse getting the win there. Uh, number three ranked Georgia defeating Vanderbilt 30 to 6. Jake Fromm only had 156 yards and a touchdown, but hey, a win is a win. And uh, one of the shocking games from this weekend, Oregon getting upset by Auburn, uh, number 11 Oregon and 16 Auburn, Auburn 27 to 21 over the Ducks. Auburn's true freshman quarterback, Bo Nix. Uh, I mean, I, I saw uh, a couple highlights from this game. I, I like this kid. And I don't even that big of a fan of college football, but I love it. And I think I'm going to follow Auburn from now on. I like Bo Nix, true freshman. I love the underdog story. So he threw a 26-yard touchdown pass to Seth Williams with nine underdog seconds Underdog story. It's the 16th-ranked team in the nation from the SEC playing, like, a, a, a neutral game that was much closer to them. What do you mean shocking? 11 What do you mean, Oregon. like, new kid? I mean, come on. 11 is Auburn, Oregon? for God's sake. Yeah, you're right. It's Auburn. You know, they won the Iron It was number 11 yeah. versus number 16 in the country, <laughs> and it was a three-point win, like a great comeback win. But it was not shocking, Alex. I guess not shocking. But a lot of people did have Oregon. Uh, with the points, sure. so uh, I guess in that case it was a little shocking. Um, but, sure, sure, but, but sure. Auburn right. did come out with the win, so I, I like the Auburn Tigers uh, in uh, the next couple of Fair. weeks. And um, last night, or excuse me, Sunday night, Houston falling to Oklahoma. Oklahoma Sooners, 49-31, to uh, fourth-ranked Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts, I mean, this guy's an unbelievable. Uh, he went 20 for 23, 332 yards, three touchdowns. 
and then he ran 16 times for 176 yards and three touchdowns. His first game as a Sooner, and he still said we got to work harder on on our on our team. So I mean, hey, I, this guy's got the right mindset, uh, and I, I like Oklahoma. I mean, hey, Jalen Hurts uh, leads your team, my friend. And uh, last night, Notre Dame defeating Louisville, 35 to. 17. No games until Saturday. A lot of turnovers, though, in that game. Sloppy as all get out. A lot of turnovers. I believe I forget who said it, but someone said Notre Dame doesn't even deserve to make the playoffs uh, this upcoming year. Um, and you, make the playoffs. Uh, that I mean, kind I don't of think deserve a mention. <laughs> Paul Feinbaum said that. Paul Feinbaum. So, I mean, hey, you know. Interesting. After the, the giant dud they dropped last year, uh, I guess uh, it makes a little sense. But, I mean, you're right. Too. A couple turnovers in that game last night. Uh, but Notre Dame's still coming out. With the win. And again, no games till Saturday, but we'll look at some early lines here. Uh, Sean, this one's for you. Michigan taking on Army. They're getting 23 and a half points. Yeah, I'm not touching that spread, but <laughs> <laughs> just because Shea Patterson and that offense, we'll talk about it with, with Dane, did not look yeah, good. as I expected, but uh, they should really? beat them. Yeah, I, I thought they'd play much better, but they did not. But they, they should beat Army, though. But 23 and a half, that's a, a lot tough of points. A lot, a lot of points. That's a lot. With that of triple points. option offense Army runs. All right, but go blue, right, Sean? Yes. Uh, so Syracuse taking on Maryland. Our boy Greg Sussman. Uh, down there, the Terps. Uh, oh, and I went to Cuse, so Sussman. Oh, it's Dane. on and on and on. Oh boy, oh boy, Dane and Greg going at we it. We might have to make some. Uh, we may have to make a little uh, gentleman's wager on that one, Mister Sussmania, because I know Maryland. They put up big time numbers, but are they ready to uh, step to the Cuse next week? Let's see what happens. Syracuse, your point and a half favorite Ooh. in this one. They are sitting at one and a half. I saw that on ESPN. I didn't think a Fanduel. Has it up yet, but I could double-check. And uh, other lines to look at, Clemson and Texas A&M. Clemson, your 17.5-point favorites in this one. And last but not least, Alabama and New Mexico State, 54-point favorites. <laughs> Is that right? 54-point Only 54? Wow. Only 54, make promo code where they, like, they match a bet depending on how much you win the bet by. Mm-hmm. You have one of those sponsors, right? Like, if they win by seven points, you get seven times your stake. That's the one we need. We need because Alabama is going to win by 60. Does that mean I get 60 times my wager? We need to look into that one, Alex. We'll take a look into it. All right. Sending it back to Dane and Sean. Making it rain this Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let it rain! Remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Here we go, Pips and players and sports investors. It is Make It Rain here on a Tuesday, September 3rd, right after the Labor Day holiday. I am your host, Dave Martinez. Joe Ranieri is not with us today uh, because he is, you know, evacuating uh, from Hurricane Dorian, obviously, that is bearing down on the East Coast and, of course, the Bahamas over the weekend. We send our well wishes and good vibes to anybody who is dealing with the struggle of Hurricane Dorian. But we do have Sean Guastamacchia, and you know him from At The Window and other shows here on the Sports Grid Network. Uh, Sean, how you doing, brother man? I'm doing great today. Good morning to you, Dane. Uh, it's great to be here, and hopefully Joe Ranieri is well and safe. In Florida right now uh, with Hurricane Dorian, like, wrecking havoc in the Bahamas and hopefully staying away from Florida. I don't know. Do you have an update on that? I don't know what's going on, but 
Hopefully it misses. Well, you know, I'll be I'll be trying to get in touch to get in touch with Joe uh, later on today. Hopefully he's cool. doing well. But listen, he's been down there for a while. He's a smart man. I know he's going to uh, be just fine. We spent the last hour for the most part, Sean, talking about the NFL news and notes, roster moves, cut downs, you know that sort of thing. We'll recap that. Then in this hour, we got a big hour for you. We're going to give our college football takeaways. We got a guest, John McClain of the Houston Chronicle, will join us later on in the show. Obviously, the Houston Texans, kind of at the epicenter of the moves that were made. And we recap some of the big ones now, Sean. I mean, Houston, like we said, really, listen, they go ahead and, you know, move Carlos or get acquire Carlos Hyde. I apologize. Acquire Carlos Hyde, but go ahead and acquire Laramie Tunsil, Kenny Stills as well. But trade Jadavion Clowney as uh, away to Seattle. Those are the big moves. And then obviously the cut of LaShawn McCoy in Buffalo. He latches on with the Kansas City Chiefs. These were the big moves over the weekend, Sean. Which is the one that you think moves the needle most for sports investing and or for fantasy football players? Oh, the, well... Well, a fantasy football player is definitely McCoy with the impact on Williams right. there in the running back situation. But Texans, I mean, they added a lot of talent. Look, they're better. They're better without Clowney, with Tunsil, Stills, and with Hyde. So I, I, I like what the Texans did as far as this year's squad. But future, giving up two first-round picks, uh, I don't, I'm a little iffy on that, Dane. But this year's team is better now, Texans. All right, fair enough. And you could ask that exact question to John McClain in about 30 minutes from the Houston Chronicle. He certainly has a lot. I think Laramie Tunsil may be the biggest piece. We'll talk, though. We'll turn our attention to college football on the other side of the break. We'll have our biggest takeaways from week one on Make It Rain when we come back on Sports. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888 888- 400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. Andro400.com. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? 
Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. Morning after. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant both want Carmelo Anthony on the Brooklyn Nets. If you are the Brooklyn Nets, this is your future right now in the sense that you signed Kevin Durant, you signed Kyrie Irving. Now you have to deal with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And even though these two dudes have never played a minute for you, they're now going to control your franchise. Weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, Channel 719. Welcome back to Make It Rain here on the Sports Grid Network. Dane Martinez, they call me the spitting statistician, speeds, the stable genius, the vocal minority. You could use whatever you want as long as you know you're getting that good insight and entertainment to win your leagues and win that cash. We got our man Sean Guastamacchia in for Joe Ranieri, who's dealing with a little, you know, weather issues today. And Sean, we've been talking about the NFL so much this morning, right? Because of the roster churn, because of excitement for week one. But over in the college football landscape, week one is finally in the books. I mean, it started a little while ago. If you consider, you know, the Florida-Miami game that happened, oh, when was that? At this point, a week ago, right? On August 24th. And we had games, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, even last night, top 25 teams were in action starting from number one Clemson on Thursday all the way to number nine Notre Dame last night in the game where they did win, but I would say looked pretty sloppy with, I believe, something like four turnovers. Sean, I know you host our, um, correct me if I'm wrong, you host our kind of in-game live on Saturdays following the line movements, and I got to ask you, am I right? First of all, Sean, I got to ask you, right? You were following this on Saturday afternoon on the Sports Grid Network on in-game live, is that correct? Do we have Sean? Yes, absolutely. Dane, I'm here. Uh, I was with right. Joe Lisi on Saturday from 12 to 3, and then so Gabe I gotta ask, from 3 to 6. Yep. The biggest thing I saw, if you were following this, I got to ask you, what was the conversation like? What were the guys like with this Tennessee game when Tennessee, correct me if I'm wrong, they got dump trucked by did. a 2 and 10 Georgia State team out of nowhere. People were like, oh, is this the year for Tennessee to make a move? They go lay a ridiculous egg. That was the biggest kind of upset of this week, right? And if you had Jeremy Pruitt as the first head coach fired in the uh, Power Five, you might look very good right now, but let's not overreact to it. Yes, they did lose to Georgia State, Tennessee. That happened after I was off the air, but that was the biggest upset of the weekend. Um, But the biggest takeaway for me Jalen Hurts, Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts, six touchdowns accounted for, over 500 total yards, only three incompletions. I mean, will we have a third straight Heisman winner from Oklahoma? That's the biggest takeaway. I mean, I was shocked at how well he played. I know he's he's a winner. He played at you know Alabama and, and all that, but I did not expect him to have that much success week one, albeit against Houston. But still, that was my biggest takeaway, how great Jalen Hurts looked 
on center um, for OU. Jalen Hurts, listen, I mean, you know, this uh, down there in Oklahoma, what they do is make Heisman's, right? Whether you're Baker Mayfield, Kyle Murray, and now potentially for a third year in a row, Jalen Hurts, but he did look good. 332 yards through the air with three touchdowns, another 176 yards on the ground with another three touchdowns, definitely starting a potential Heisman campaign. Yep, seven you know interesting to, to one right now for the Heisman. All right, yep, seven to one right now. Up That's from 12 to 1. Yep. Listen, one of my biggest takeaways is we can kind of make a transition also. If you look at the top of the board for the Heisman, right, one of the names you see is Trevor Lawrence, Sean. Yes. And I got to tell you, that is one of my takeaways, okay? Listen, Clemson what looked fine. They could win this game by as much as they want on Thursday night. They go ahead and beat Georgia Tech 52-14. to 14. By the way, on a side note, Sean, I know you're talking college football a lot. Fade Georgia Tech every chance you get. They have had Johnson as their head coach for the better part of the last decade, right? They were one of those teams, yeah. Sean, that would like service academies. They were running triple yep. option, Georgia Tech, for years. They just switched their head coach, and now the new head coach wants to run a pro-style offense, a spread offense. But they have kids on that roster who have been playing triple option for years, okay? So that's going to be an adjustment. Uh, Clemson beat them 52-14. to 14, But what I want to say is, my takeaway, let's pump the brakes on sunshine a little bit, Sean. Okay, Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence, everybody that he's like the number one pick in a draft two years from now because, yes, they went out and beat Alabama, and he looked great doing so last year. But Lawrence goes 13 of uh, 23, 168, a touchdown. He threw a pick as well. I'm telling you, I think the Clemson Tigers may this year be carried by their running back, Sean. Travis Etienne, who had a great game, including like a 90-yard touchdown run, 205 yards on the ground. I think the better Heisman candidate for Clemson may be Etienne instead of Lawrence, Sean. And and better money, too. He's 25-1, to Travis Etienne. But it's a quarterback award, and and that's why everyone favors the QBs. But but pump the brakes on on that thought, though, about uh, Trevor Lawrence. He's all about the bright lights, man. He's all about beating teams when when the money's on the line in Alabama. And this week, who does Clemson have? Texas A&M, Dane. He's going to come back, and he's going to light it up this weekend. There will be points scored in Clemson yeah. versus Texas A&M. A&M got 41 points themselves in a home Sunshine, game against Texas. as you call them, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll check in on Sunshine. Listen, I got some other Heisman thoughts, quarterback thoughts. You're right, Sean. It's a quarterback award, Yeah. okay? You're absolutely right. It's a quarterback award. Here's what I'm going to say. Despite, and, and, you know, Alex in the update thinks that Oregon losing was a shocker, even though it's the number 16 Auburn and kind of like down south. I'm going to test the theory against you, Sean. Let's do it. I think there's too much East Coast bias in college football. Absolutely. I think the Pac-12 is a little bit underrated. I think Oregon and Washington are both interesting teams if they win the Pac-12. I know Utah is in the conversation as well. I believe the Pac-12 champion will make the playoffs. Oh! Okay, Sean? You, you did Okay. I, do. I disagree. Okay. Okay, that's fine. And those teams, Oregon and Washington – Right. Are led by big time quarterbacks. Right. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, we know about Herbert with Oregon. But let me tell you something. One of my takeaways this week, Sean, was Washington putting up 47 and Jacob Eason throwing for 349 yards and four touchdowns. I think that, you know, the the Heisman's also a narrative award. Right. Which team has the quarterback. Right. I think there's a universe where if you look Justin Herbert and Jacob Eason, you could get some long shots for the Heisman and a long shot for the college football playoff out west, Sean. You disagree, though. Tell me well, why. I disagree because I think the Pac-12's out 
once again of the college football playoff. They're not going to get the benefit of the doubt from the committee now after Oregon laid – they didn't lay an egg, but they choked. Mario Cristobal choked. If, Justin Herbert if, choked against what Auburn. If Big 12 champion, what if the Big 12 champion is not Oklahoma? Texas. I'll tell Texas is getting in. Who, who's you, you, Texas get in over a one loss Oregon? Absolutely. What if Oregon's only loss is what happened over the weekend? Oh, okay. I mean, that's fine, but what about Texas with one loss? Oklahoma with one loss? You think the Big 12 champion is going to have more than one loss? I don't think so. So you think the SEC champ gets in? You think Ohio yes. State gets in, right? Well, it no, no. Like. I think Michigan gets in over Ohio State, but I like I like fine. You think Big Ten champ gets in, yes, right? I do. You think Clemson. likely Clemson, ACC, yep. the, the SEC champ. And you do you agree that maybe that fourth spot in that poll would be the Pac-12 champ and the Big 12 champ? It, or the Georgia, Georgia, right? I think Alabama gets in, right, from the SEC. Then you have Georgia. To, yep. If Georgia's only losses to Alabama in the SEC title game, they're getting in. Right. Well, and, and it's interesting you say that, Sean, because that's the third takeaway I want to mention. Okay? I look at the national championship lines right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay? And you got Clemson at 2-1 to one to win it all. <sighs> you got Bama at 3-1 to one to win it all. Then you got them damn Georgia Bulldogs, Sean, at 9-1. to one, There is a big jump. And I'm going to tell you something right now, Sean. That team in Georgia, they will not be afraid to line up and see who's yeah. man enough against Clemson or against Bama. And you just said it. Their path in the East on the SEC to the SEC championship game is it's clear easy. as yep. day. Yep. Especially Tennessee looking like Fugazi, right? <laughs> exactly, so, man. me. That says to me that at nine to one, that is a value. I agree with you, Sean. If they're undefeated and they lose a close one to Alabama, they still might get in at number four over a Pac-12, over a Big 12 champion. I'm telling you right now, Sean, I think the smart money is on them darn Georgia Bulldogs to win it all at 9-1. to one. They got the running back. They got the quarterback. They've got the defense. And unlike any other team in the nation, they ain't scared of Bama or Clemson. They're saying, bring it on, big boys. We're ready for you. 100%. And they have the O-line. Their O-line is nasty. They can, they can line up with any team in college football. How you, Sean? That's one of my takes takeaways from week one don't get me wrong all the, we know about Clemson we know about Bama but I think it sets up well for Georgia and at nine to one instead of two to three that's where I think the smart money is Sean also LSU now 30 to one LSU with Joe Burrow and that new RPO offense that they unveiled on Saturday I mean and I know it's Georgia Southern I, I relax but they put up an awful lot with 55 points Joe Burrow, LSU looks really, really good right now. They play Alabama. We know that. They have a tough schedule. They play, you know, um, I believe A&M as well. Uh, Texas, yeah. actually. Texas this week. No, no, they play Texas. That, that's, that, LSU has some value right there, 30-1. to 1. That's interesting. It sounds like, Sean, you and I are both looking for ways to upset the apple cart with the Crimson Tide. Could they be beat out? And could they actually be... You know, without a chair when the music stops, obviously we think they're a great team. But something to consider. There are some other people out there. Don't just go with the chalk. All right. All right, Sean. On the other side of the break, we turn our attention to Major League Baseball. The pennant races are on and popping. We'll talk about those on the other side of the break. Let's make it rain here on Sports Grid. 
Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash higher indeed the world's number one job site source com score total visits daily learn from the game's best dfs players we don't just give you premier advice we play every day all major sports all year round we never stop industry leading dfs tools and custom projections and now the daily optimizer in minutes build and optimize lineups learn from the game's best dfs players join dailyrodo.com Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid or you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. The morning line. I know a lot of people were very excited about the potential for Duke Johnson to finally be free. He didn't get as much opportunity in Cleveland as many people thought he should. But listen, Duke Johnson has never carried the ball more than something like 125 times in a season. He was not ready to stand up to the rigors of being a three-down workhorse. Actually, they bring in Carlos Hyde as well. Carlos Hyde, to me, is something of just a guy. Could be serviceable for early down work in Houston. Weekdays, 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Zumo TV, channel 719. Make it rain here on the Sports Grid Network. Dave Martinez and Sean Guastamacchia. Sean's in for Joe as he's dealing with, you know, the effects of Hurricane Dorian. So we wish him well down there in South FLA. I also got to let you guys know, you could become the eighth person to win a million dollars in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS Optimizer. 
Join the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. Listen, if you're playing DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're just straight up doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL annual pass with the faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right. Sean, you know, we've been talking about football and college football. You know, as we, like, Labor Day, it feels like the end of summer. We're turning our attention to fall. The leaves are yep. changing. Pumpkin spice lattes are Love all it. the rage. Love the pumpkin spice. But let's not forget about Major League Baseball, okay? Because we do have the stretch run of the regular season, the playoffs. And quite frankly, I just qualified for the playoffs in my fantasy baseball league. And Congrats. I'm sure a lot of people did. As well, so we got to also keep baseball in the lexicon, Sean. And to be quite honest, where I think we got to look still is this NL wildcard chase, Sean. We have been talking about this for weeks. Why? Because there's so many teams that are bunched up together. And because of the fact that these teams are what, like a couple games over 500, you know, <laughs> yeah. we see one team go on like a 10 and two stretch and poke their head up. Then they regress back to normal. Then another team, right? Like a month and a half ago, it was the San Francisco Giants who could not lose. Then there was a stretch where the New York Mets could not lose. Now the St. Louis Cardinals are hot as all get out. Okay. They're so hot. They sweat steam. They are 8-2 and two in their last 10, making a run now to take the lead in the NL Central, pumping the Cubs down to the wild card race. Sean, we haven't spoken about this, but out of those teams that are still in the mix, all the way down in the standings to, I guess, the Mets, who are, what, four games out of the wild That's card correct. right now? Yep. With right now, all right, you got the Nationals in the first wild card. You got the Cubs in the second wild card. You got the Phillies two and a half back of that. You got the Diamondbacks one back of that. The Brewers half a game back of that the Mets half a game back of that you still got four or five teams there which of these teams do you think ultimately withstand the gauntlet of mediocrity and make it to the playoffs as a wild card in the NL with like you know 86 87 wins yep this is gonna bore you this answer but I like the the top right now the Nationals and the Cubs I think they're gonna win it uh, they have a sizable lead I know it's two games but there's only what 25 games left in the regular season the Mets stubbed their toe against the Braves and um uh, the Cubs losing six in a row at home. They had their chance to make up some ground. They blew it. They're four games out. I know they have that great pitching rotation. I know, but I think the Mets are done. I don't think they have a chance to catch the Cubs or the Nationals. So, uh, and the Phillies, I don't believe in the Phillies. I, I don't. Do you believe in the Phillies? That pitching staff, that uh, you know bullpen, I, I don't believe in them. So I don't think they're going to catch them. The Diamondbacks didn't they just trade their best pitcher and Zach Greinke? How are they going to make a run without that horse? I, I don't see it. I like the Cubs and the Nationals. That's interesting. I agree with you on Philly. I think the loss of Jake Arrieta yeah. is huge. I, you know, uh, I agree with you on Arizona, the idea that they traded Grinky away. So how much faith do they have in them? You know, I think the Brewers are still alive, though, They're Sean, I got to tell you. Yeah. The Brewers are a team that could slug their way to it, but you zone in on the Cubs, and I, I don't disagree with you. I still think the Mets... You know, you talked about how they stubbed their toe. You know, the Mets, though, they still do have, by my count, 25 games left. And I think that starting pitching is still what could be, um, you know, kind of a notch in their favor. They will still have an advantage when they run out DeGrom, when they run out Stroman on some of these teams. They have a chance to win every single day. But it's interesting that you talk about the Cubs and then I mentioned the Mets because, Sean, as we look this week, 
those two teams have very different tasks in front of them, Sean. I start with the Chicago Cubs, who have a home night game, but they are facing the Seattle Mariners. The Mariners are a team, Sean, that are 23 games under 500. They have, you know, Lester on the Hill facing Felix Hernandez, who is not the Felix Hernandez of years gone by. King Felix has been pitched into a 6 ERA this season. So the Cubs have that this weekend, right? Then look at who the New York Mets are hosting or where they travel, (laughs) Sean. They go to Washington to take on the Nationals. And right now, I want to get your lean on this game, Sean. Jacob deGrom on the hill with pitching to a 2-6-6 ERA, yet only having an 8-8 record. They face the Nationals and Max Scherzer on the hill. We got deGrom and Scherzer. Nationals are minus 135 favorites. Who you like in this one? It's a tough, it's it's a tough bet, but it's one game I would pay money to see, right? Scherzer sure. against Degrom. I mean, the, two of the best pitchers in the National League and in their in their primes as well. This lean and and it might surprise you a little bit. I'm gonna go with Degrom and the Mets. Degrom yeah. coming off that that uh, what seven innings, four earned runs. I think he'll right. pitch much better this time around. The Mets bats are starting to click again. I like the Mets against the Nats on the road tonight. Plus money yep. too. Are you gonna? Um... Listen, I've been saying for the better part of this entire season, Sean, that there's no way you can bet an under anymore in Major League Baseball, right? With the runs that have been scored and the home runs that are going, I see seven and a half as the total. Now, listen, if I'm going to take an under, Sean, with any game, it's it's going to be a DeGrom versus Scherzer kind of game, right? What do you think holds true tonight? The brilliance of the starting pitchers, DeGrom and Scherzer, or the kind of launch angle and home run and totals that we have seen so far this year in Major League Baseball? The total on this game is seven and a half. Are you willing to stomach an under bet with these pitchers on the mound? I would. I mean, that's the lean under. Uh, I Look, I think DeGrom will pitch brilliant. I don't think he's going to give up more than one or two runs. That being right. said, Scherzer coming back from the IL, right? Working his way back. Yeah. I could see him giving up some runs here. Seven and a half is the total though, right? How many yeah, would he possibly? Yeah. I, I'd lean under, but I could see the over going here as well. But I'd lean under if, you have, if I had to pick one. All right, fair enough. Another game and series that's going that I think is pretty interesting. Intra-league here, Sean. The Houston Astros travel to Milwaukee to take Good on game. the Brewers. Now, these are teams we were talking about, right? I mentioned Milwaukee in this group as a team who can, you know, still kind of slug it out, who could still be live. But they welcome the Houston Astros in. And I got to tell you, right, Houston is fine for that division. But the Astros and the Yankees are fighting tooth and nail, Sean, to have home field advantage in the AL playoffs. They both now stand on a flat-footed tie, Sean, at 90 wins, 49 losses. That's 139 games played out of 162. There's only 23 games left in the season. It is going to be a race to home field advantage in the American League. Astros and Milwaukee, who, like we said, Milwaukee has a lot to play for. They are only, oh, what, three games behind the wild card and behind Chicago, and in that division still live, looking at St. Louis and Chicago as well. They've got a lot to play for. How do you, what do you see uh, this one shaking out? Well, last night it was a great game in extra innings with the Brewers right. and the Astros, right? So they're really close, but Granky's on the hill. So I give the edge in yeah. starting pitching to Granky over Lyles. But the Brewers are at home, right? They play better at home, and, and the Astros much better at home than on the road, right? The Astros are on the road. So this one's a tough sure. one. So I could see it going either way, but if I'm going to lean with one team, I'm going to go with the starting pitcher, and that's Granky. I'll lean Astros. 
Fair enough. If you're going to lean with starting pitchers, Sean, last game we'll talk about here, there has been no starting pitcher in the American League recently hotter than the guy who toasted the slab for the Cleveland Indians today. I'm talking about Mike Clevenger, Sean. Clevenger is two and 12, uh, excuse me, 10 and 2, pitching to a 272 ERA, but yeah. in his last 10 starts has been absolutely lights out. They welcome the White Sox, the Indians, as you heard from Alex at the top of the hour, the Indians and the Rays are now in those two AL wildcard spots because the uh, the Oakland A's lost the last two to the Yankees over the weekend. My question for you, Sean, is not about Cleveland because I would like Cleveland over Chicago with Clevenger on the hill too. The question is, do you see that number, Sean? It is minus 320. Yes. Are you willing to pay minus no 320? No way. You can't. No way. No. Ch- maybe with your money, not with my money there, Dane. Now, Fair minus enough. 320 is way too rich for my blood, even with what you said with Clevenger on the hill and his dominance lately in the Indians and White Sox. No way I'm touching that game. That's a pass on me. What are you doing those kind of things, Sean? Do you play like the first five? I like times? to do that sometimes. I do that in more college football with the first quarter, second quarter, first okay. half. But with baseball, okay, it's interesting. You play the first line. Yeah. Go ahead. No, finish your thought. You said the first five. Go ahead. You know. You could play the first five. You could also lay the run line with them if you like them so much. You know, if you got the Indians minus one and a half, instead of laying 320, it goes down to minus 170. You could play the first half. There's always a lot of different ways to skin a cat. You know what I'm saying, yep. Sean? So if you wanted Cleveland and Clevenger, would you play it at all? Or would you try and find one of these other ways, my, the run line or something else? Maybe the total go under if you like Clevenger? Yeah, I I, I always I uh, also always look at like the K's. Maybe I'll go Clevenger the K's. Maybe ah, go over. A prop bet yeah, a little prop bet with the individual players. Um, you know because uh, it just scares me laying that much money in. But yeah, you could go first five. But even first five, you, you mentioned that still it's still pretty rich. Although it's it's less right. So uh, you get a better value yeah. there if you really like the, the Indians and, and you like uh, Clevenger on the hill. But yeah, I always go That's to the it. prop bet. I always go to the prop bet with the K's and and Clevenger. I'm trying to get that up for you here. How many? We will see. You get that up. We'll see how many strikeouts Mike Clevenger, what that line is, because I like Clays for Mike Clevenger as well. When we come back, though, Sean, we're going to go back to Houston and back to the NFL. The Houston Texans were in the news all weekend long, from Carlos Hyde to Jadavion Clowney to Kenny Stills and Laramie Tunzel. We talk about it all with John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. He follows the Houston Texans. We're going to ask him about all these moves. And now with the retirement of Andrew Luck, what does he believe in the Texans in the AFC South? All that for Make It Rain on SportsGrid. Come on back. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. 
To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321-321. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible, but since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up, and the only thing different is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Beasley could be actually a decent floor PPR guy. He won't get you a ton of points, but he might give you a nice floor because I think Allen will target him a ton. He's the one reliable wide receiver that's going to get a lot of underneath catches. He's been but, having a great camp. Everybody's raving about the connection. that the They have a connection, have. right? He hasn't dropped many passes, if any, at this point. They seem to be on the same page. That's why I say don't be surprised if Cole Beasley is a guy that sneaks out of this, may even lead to team in receptions. Watch live weekdays, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern on Sumo TV Channel 719. Welcome back. Make it rain here on the Sports Grid Network. Dane Martinez and Sean Guastamacchia in for you. Covering for Joe Ranieri, okay, because obviously Joe's dealing with a little bit of weather issues as Hurricane Dorian barrels on the east coast of the country, obviously, was over um, the Bahamas for all, pretty much the entire weekend, um, you know, but we, we wish Joe and everybody dealing with the storm, uh, you know, our thoughts and prayers, and hopefully they, um, you know, make it and do whatever it is they need to do, but we got a lot of stuff to talk about here. Week one of the NFL season is upon us. It's almost like Christmas morning, Sean, when I get to actually, you know, like make some sit-start decisions, enter a DFS lineup that's not preseason and only based on what the beat reporters say by volume, <laughs> and I get to make some a little bit you know Sean, do you have any routines Sean you know, like week one like what do you do on a Sunday morning bro? sure on a Sunday morning I get up really early like you said check yeah. the news and notes make sure I didn't miss anything the previous night right 8 a.m. in the morning I'm ready to go fantasy team checking all the latest news and notes and trying to get that situated listen to some podcasts you know just last minute stuff starts and sits and stuff uh, so definitely start with my fantasy team and then I, I move forward to you know, reality and, and the games on the slate and, and my bets and yeah. all that stuff. It's a lot of work to do. And by the way, starting this Sunday here on Sports Grid, if you want to get set, 
You can always check in with us on Pro Football Today. I'm going to be part of the show, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. kickoff every Sunday, starting this Sunday, week one. But I was talking about, like, you know, in preseason DFS, having to follow the beat guys to understand volume and snaps. And we've got no better person to talk to about the Houston Texans than our guest right now, John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. Hey, John, this is Sean and Dane on Make It Rain here on the Sports Grid Network. How you doing this morning, John? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Good, good, good. So listen, here's the first thing I got to ask you. The Houston Texans were kind of the star of like cut down and roster churn weekend, right? We know they made a ton of moves and we'll dig into them. But John, I got to ask you because the Texans have been almost kind of without a general manager for a while, Bill O'Brien playing that role. Do you think at a big picture, the fact that they never truly filled that role, does that, what kind of an impact does that have, John, on things like the Jadavion Clowney negotiations, on things like their trading with Miami? The fact that, you know, they, they didn't really have a technical GM uh, this whole time. It doesn't matter about titles. It's about responsibilities. There's a lot of general managers in the NFL who do not have final, I won't say a lot, some GMs in the NFL who don't have final say of personnel. They're basically glorified salary cap guys. And here they don't have a GM with a title. Bill O'Brien is a general manager. He does everything a general manager does, but he delegates to a lot of people under him, 23-person personnel staff, director of football operations, salary cap expert slash contract negotiator. So he's got all that, but when it comes to actually doing the trades, it's O'Brien doing it. And he has final say, other than owner Cal McNair, the McNairs have never let money stand in the way of their decisions. And if he thought, okay, we need to give $7 million to Seattle to help precipitate this trade for Jadeveon Clowney, the owner, Cal McNair, will sign off on it. Now, if it doesn't work, they hire general manager after the year. But this is their structure they have. O'Brien is calling the shots. All right, fair enough. As Bill Parcells once said, it looks like Bill O'Brien's going to be, you know, cooking the dinner and shopping for the groceries, at least for the time being. Hey, John, I want to ask you first about a lot of these moves that were made. I want to start with the, the move to bring in Carlos Hyde, okay? This running back position has been kind of in flux. You know, a year ago, people were worried about, will Deontay Foreman come by? Obviously, he gets moved. Lamar Miller goes down with the ACL. They acquire Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde, you know, in the uh, kind of preseason, people thought Duke Johnson was setting up to almost be almost a bell cow, but he's never carried the ball more than like 125 times in a season. They go out and get Carlos Hyde, who kind of was on the cutting room floor in Kansas City. How do you think this one shakes out, John, in terms of Hyde and Duke Johnson? What do you think the division of labor will be like in that running back room moving forward? They brought in Duke Johnson because he's a great receiver. He averaged five yards of carry last year, but only carried 40 times. And his touches for the last two years, I think, are six, seven, and seven, four. But almost all of that was as a receiver. Yeah, he's averaged more than nine yards of catch in his career. He's never missed a game. So they were looking for someone to come in and share the load with Lamar Miller, who gets beaten down because he spends so much time blocking, trying to protect. Deshaun Watson, he was good at that. So they made that deal. They were real fired up about it. 
They didn't play Johnson in preseason. He came in with a hamstring issue that had kept him out nine practices in Cleveland. And then when he was ready to go full speed, he got in. This will be his third week of full practice. And so they liked it. Then Miller goes down for the year, and they didn't have anybody on the roster. They needed a veteran. Carlos Hyde, they traded to get him a player who wasn't going to be Kep is going to be cut. Martinez Reagan. Hyde's averaged 832 yards a year over the last three seasons. Last year was the worst average per carry. He's had 3.3, but he averages four in his career. And uh, he is, he's had 14 touchdowns in 2016 and 17. So he doesn't need to carry the ball like he did when he was with San Francisco. He just needs to be a complement to uh, Duke Johnson, and he's also got to be able to pick up some people when they blitz and then when they beat the offensive lineman. He's 229 pounds. He's experienced. He knows how to do that. So that's why they were interested in Carlos Hyde. But this offense, everything about it revolves around Deshaun Watson. I know before Lamar Miller was injured, I noticed a lot of fantasy people downgrading the Texans' running game, and I don't blame them. Because uh, they was it's it was okay, just put it like that. Bill O'Brien runs the ball a lot. When they were nine and three, and they won nine in a row, they were third in rushing, averaging 143 yards. Then they just got worn down. Interior linemen, they ended up eighth, just dropped straight off a cliff on the running game. So now they're everybody's fresh. They've added three new offensive linemen, so they figure they're going to be able to run the ball again. But it's still just to set up the pass and Watson and the weapons he has, including Duke Johnson. John, this is Sean. Uh, Bill O'Brien called Jadavion Clowney a very good football player. Were they ever close after July in getting a contract extension for Clowney? And if they were not, why wasn't this trade done in July instead of right before the start of the NFL season? They've been trying to trade him since before the draft, and they asked too much. They wanted two ones. They were trying to get a Khalil Mack deal, which they weren't going to get because Clowney's not a great pass rusher. He's a good pass rusher. He's great against the run, and they weren't going to get it, and they were asking too much. Then they went down to a one and a two, and there was a stalemate on the contract negotiations. They knew they weren't going to sign him to a long-term deal next year because they're going to have to extend Watson. J.J. Watt's going to want a new contract. DeAndre Hopkins probably going to want a new contract. And they got a lot of other starters who are up, and they're trying to sign some guys to extensions now. And so they should have signed him. would have made it so much easier to trade. Right. Or they should have kissed him, make up, bring him back, play for a season, and then – He's been healthy for the last three years, voted to the Pro Bowl, didn't play in any of them because of injuries, but trade him before the next draft for, say, a first-round pick. But when you go to where he's a one-year rental, and I'm still stunned that Seattle gave up the franchise tag in next year so they could have him be one and done yeah. because they're not going to have a lot of cap room, and there's going to be some teams that have a whole lot of cap room. And I predicted yesterday – I wouldn't be a bit surprised to see Chris Ballard, who's loaded with cap money in the offseason, sign Clowney and bring him to Indianapolis. 
Yeah, we're talking with John McClain here of the Houston Chronicle. The Indianapolis Colts certainly do have that money still left to spend, so that's an interesting take right there. John, you know, we talked about how they did move Clowney to Seattle. They couldn't get it done there. But there were rumors originally that he was going to go to Miami, yet they do still do business with the Dolphins, getting Tunsil and Stills. You talked about it before, John, saying that the most, the biggest priority for the Houston Texans have to be to surround and protect Deshaun Watson. I'm remembering last year. He had to travel on the bus, couldn't ride the team plane because of that rib issue. They go as far as Deshaun Watson. I think the biggest move they made was to get a good young tackle, John, in Laramie Tunsil. Talk to me about the impact of Tunsil on the O-line. And then when it comes to Kenny Stills, is he just depth in case a guy like Fuller goes down because he is injury prone? I know Kiki is banged up right now. Or do they see him as a potential starter in Houston, but start with the value of getting a cornerstone like Laramie Tunsil, who is still young and can protect protect Deshaun Watson's blind side. They've been trying to get a left tackle since they traded Dwayne Brown to Seattle during the 2017 season when he held out and lost $4.5 million because they wouldn't redo his contract with two years left. That was done by former general manager Rick Smith. This year they drafted Titus Howard in the first round, Max Sharping in the second. Howard's plus starting at left guard, Sharping at right guard. People here say, well, Howard's a wasted pick. And I say, how can he be a wasted pick when you've never seen him play? And then I'll right. tell them, by the way, you know, Laramie Tunsil played left guard as a rookie. And then, of course, they shut up because they didn't know that. And so <laughs> they had targeted Tunsil. They think Tunsil's a – He's just turned 25. He's under contract this year. They could exercise the fifth-year option in 2020. They should have signed him to a deal before they made the trade. They didn't. That gives his agent, Jimmy Sexton, a lot of leverage. When they sign Tunzel after the season, I believe he'll be the highest-paid offensive lineman in history. So he solves that problem. They tried to trade Clowney for Tunsil in a package deal. They even offered Clowney right. in a one for Tunsil, but Clowney would not go to Miami. He did not want to play there, and he wouldn't sign his tender, the franchise tender, so he held those cards. He told him he wanted to go to Philadelphia or Seattle, and if that's if Philadelphia didn't offer anything better than Seattle, it's amazing what, how low that one would have been. So mm-hmm. they tried to accommodate him. So they sent him to Seattle for three and two backup outside linebackers. And then with Miami, they give up two ones and a two for him and Stills. And so they figure they've got the left tackle for years to go with Titus Howard at left guard, Max Sharping at right guard. And Kenny Stills has averaged 16 yards in his career. He's 14.7 as Will Fuller. Last year, if Stills had been on the Texans, he'd have been second in average per catch for the Texans right. players and receivers that played a lot. So Stills is not a starter. Fuller and Hopkins are the starters. Stills will come off the bench. He ran four three eight when he came out of college at the Combine. And he's always been a deep threat. 21 touchdowns the last three years. 12 the last yep. two years. He's played. Look at the quarterbacks he's played with for Miami. Now he's playing with one of the best young quarterbacks in the game. He likes to throw it down the field. And Fuller's 13 games with with uh, Watson, he scored 13 touchdowns. People wonder what can Fuller do if he could actually stay healthy right. for 16 games. So bringing well, in Kenny Steele 
They they are really we're up against it, John. We're up against it. So I just want to you know say thank you for joining us because whether it's Kenny Stills or Will Fuller. Deshaun Watson will have some options, and they are now the favorites in the AFC South. Thanks for spending a couple of minutes with us, John. Hope to have you back uh, when the season gets started. We'll talk about it even more, okay, John? All right. Thanks to him, and thanks, Sean, for you joining us. I know we're on Mets uh, Nats today. You're riding the Mets. Yes. I think I might actually be over not trusting those arms. We'll see. Morning after continues on right now. I know there's Gabe there. Maybe you're on as well. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Dane. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. It is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Did you? Miss me. Here's what you missed on Make It Rain. And I don't want to miss a thing. 
it is clear that the Buffalo Bills, Bills were going into that offseason looking to address the running back position, and they did so. Shady McCoy, everybody knows, yeah, he used to be great, but he had his worst season ever. I think he's 31 years yep, old. 31. He started to have an concern. And when you're in this place, Sean, what you do is you get rid of the older, expensive guy. They had something like five, six million come off the books, and then the Kansas City Chiefs with his former head coach, Andy Reid, with their time in Philadelphia, they take a shot on him. I heard that the Chargers made an offer. I heard the Eagles made an offer. I heard the New England Patriots made an offer. I heard the Green <laughs> Bay Packers made an offer. Yeah. But ultimately, Sean McCoy decides to go back to his former coach in what is a high-flying offense. I'll ask you the same question I asked you about Houston, Sean. Now in Kansas City, you got LaShawn McCoy. You got Damian Williams, who everybody thought was an RB1 or an RB2 second-round pick. Yep. Old people don't do it. Sean, I was telling people for weeks, we have never seen Damian Williams be a lead back. Everyone thought he could be an RB1 at the strength of four games late last season. He was a backup to Kenyon Drake in Miami. He's a wee man, Sean. He can't stand (laughs) the first of an NFL season, so they now bring in LaShawn McCoy. Everybody's excited over the rookie Darwin Thompson as well. But this is now a three-person committee, Sean. How do you see it breaking down in Kansas City? I see it ultimately breaking down, Dane, the way you just described it. McCoy is going to get the lion's share of the carries going forward in that system, in Andy Reid's system. Andy Reid loves LaShawn McCoy. He played his first four seasons under Andy Reid in Philadelphia. He knows the system. He'll be ready to go. Despite his advanced age, 31 years old for a running back, I still think McCoy has like a year, maybe a year and a half left. If he's used properly, he's not going to be the every down back. But, but if he's used and he spells Williams every now and again, I think he'll actually get more of the lion's share of the carries going forward. He has a lot left in the tank, but it's interesting you say don't believe too much in Williams over four games last year spelling Hunt, right? The same can be said for the Chargers running backs of Jackson and Eckler, right? Like, people are like, oh, the Chargers going to be okay without Melvin Gordon. I don't know about that, Dean. Here's the interesting part. I I see where you're going. I I, I slightly disagree because even before – Okay, Austin Eckler had standalone value, Sean. Austin Eckler, even when Gordon was healthy, Eckler was kind of that, you know, committee or timeshare guy who was producing. And people and played Gordon him a lot. Yeah, I know. You, you they, played they him along with Gordon. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to me, that's more of a situation of kind of like last year with the Steelers, Sean. Last year, the Steelers were like, you know what, Lev Bell? Sit on and stay home. You know why? Because we had faith in this kid, James Conner.